Welcome back to Night Falls, the bedtime show of classic and original stories designed to guide you into a calm and peaceful sleep. I'm Jeffrey Newland, and tonight, let's join a man named Arthur on a most unusual day when he wakes to find himself in a very different body, that of his dog, Buddy. Before we begin, here's a quick word from our valued sponsors who keep this free content possible. If you've been feeling overwhelmed with anxiety lately, try listening to a guided meditation on the Meditation for Anxiety podcast. Meditation is a proven natural way to help you calm down and dissolve stress so you can feel lighter and happier. So subscribe for free today to the Meditation for Anxiety podcast by searching for Meditation for Anxiety on your favorite podcast player. For the best way to fall asleep with Nightfalls, you can now become a premium supporter. Enjoy the entire back catalogue of Nightfalls classics, all with a rich, immersive and totally ad-free experience. If you love falling asleep to Nightfalls, Nightfalls Premium will elevate your sleep while helping to support myself and the team. We love creating Nightfalls, but without supporters, it wouldn't be possible. Join Nightfalls Premium today in just two taps on both Apple Podcasts or via the Supercast link found in the show notes for all other podcast players. Your sleep will thank you for it, and so will I. The early morning sun filtered through the apartment curtains and onto Arthur's face. The warmth of the sun's rays were like a gentle massage on his skin, coaxing him to rise and begin the day. Gently, his body began to stir, stretching and shuffling in his bed, and his eyelids began to flutter, delaying the inevitability of starting a new day. His dreams had been pleasant, albeit very unusual, He had dreamt of running through a vast, green, open field full of wild flowers and thousands of dandelions. Their magical seeds flew out as he blustered past them. He had felt weightless as he sprinted through the lush greenery, feeling the cool wind blowing through his hair and against his face as he ran. Whilst this seems like a most pleasant dream, something odd happened. There was a moment when he had stopped running abruptly and noticed a morsel of food on the floor. It was the crust of a sandwich. In what was the quickest of manoeuvres, he had seen the sandwich crust, bent down to sniff it and promptly gobbled it up without a moment's thought. Now that he recalled it, the memory made him shudder. What an odd and animalistic thing to have done. Thank goodness it was only a dream. 
lying on his back, Arthur stretched his forelimbs and scrunched up his eyes, preparing to rise and begin the day. But his heart suddenly stopped as he realized something felt wrong. His arms and legs weren't extended fully, almost like they still had a slight bend in the joints. He tried to wiggle his toes, but there were no toes to wiggle. Not to mention his bed was nowhere near as comfortable as normal, and it felt like it had sides to it, as though it were a sofa of some sort. Cautiously opening his eyes, they were met with the ceiling of his living room. How strange, he thought. Did I fall asleep on the sofa? Did I sleepwalk last night? Perhaps that's why the dream of running through the field had felt so elaborate and intense. Rolling over onto his side, his mind began to whirl and his mouth gaped. Stretched out in front of him were not two human hands, but two very furry, very tiny paws. He scrambled to his feet, all four of them, and began to race around the wooden floor of his apartment. All of the furniture was suddenly so big that it looked like mountains around him. The floor felt strange and slippery beneath the light padding of his paws, and everything felt heightened. His eyes were alert. The sun trickling into his apartment seemed to leave a glittering glow bouncing off every surface. He could smell things more intensely. The pungent smell from the dustbin. The smell of bacon being sizzled in the neighbouring apartment. The pink, blooming flowers on the windowsill producing a pollen so potent that it made him sneeze. He could even feel his ears twitching with all the new sounds he could hear. A bicycle chime outside in the street all of a sudden seemed unbearably high-pitched. The light sound of scratching underneath the floorboards confirmed to him that the mouse he had been trying to catch for weeks was most definitely still nearby. And, most notably, the soft creaking of footsteps behind the closed bedroom door assured him that he wasn't alone in the apartment. Racing over to the door, he began to scratch at the white wood. Arthur attempted to call out, but instead of words, out came a soft whine. What on earth is happening to me? Am I still asleep? Arthur pondered flabbergasted by this strange turn of events. This is the most absurd yet realistic dream that I have ever had. The door to the bedroom swung open and out stepped his girlfriend, Ellen. Her white teeth beamed from a big smile and her blonde waves tumbled over her shoulders as she bent down and began to stroke his back. 
Ellen, help me. What has happened to me? Arthur called out. I got up just now and I appear to be a... He gulped and took a breath. He couldn't believe he was about to say this. I think I've woken up as a dog. But Ellen couldn't hear a thing. To her, all she could hear was the adorable whining of her beloved dog, who was excited to greet her in the morning. She whisked him up into her arms and began to nuzzle her face into his fur. Oh, good morning, handsome, she gushed as the dog let out soft whines. Did you have a nice sleep? Well, you're in luck because it's a beautiful day for a walk, isn't it? Arthur's four legs flailed about in the air as Ellen rocked him clumsily from side to side. He felt more and more drowsy with every dip and sway. The view from up here was as if he were resting in a hammock on a cliffside, overlooking a great, vast ocean. After a few seconds, Ellen gently placed him back on the ground and began pacing around the living room. That's when it suddenly hit him. Where was his dog, Buddy? He scanned the room, but he couldn't see the grey, curly fur peeping out from anywhere. He craned his neck to look down at his paws, only to find the grey, curled fur upon his own legs. He had become Buddy. He watched in despair as Alan walked across the apartment, grabbed her handbag from the worktop, and proceeded to the front door. I'll see you later, buddy. And he will be here soon to take you on your W-A-L-K. Be a good boy, and mummy will see you soon. She blew him a kiss, opened the front door, and stepped outside. The latch snapped shut, and he was alone. Arthur sat down on the wooden floor, his back two legs sprawling out to the side in the clumsy and adorable way that most dogs sit. He gazed around the empty apartment, unsure what to do. His stomach began to grumble. He sneezed again from the pollen of the flowers and proceeded to walk over to the kitchen. He tried to use his paws to jump up to reach the cupboard door handle. He knew that there was cereal inside that he could eat for now, but the handle was far too high up for him. He tried to stand up on his hind legs, but stumbled, falling flat on the ground. Next, he attempted to jump up and grab the circular handle, but it was just out of reach of his tiny paws. After several minutes of trying, he collapsed in an exhausted heap on the floor. Who would have thought that trying to open a cupboard door would be such a hard task? He thought. His stomach began to grumble again, this time louder, as if it was calling out for him to fill it. 
he knew that Alan wouldn't be home from work for at least eight hours. He rolled his head to the side and saw the food and water bowl propped against the kitchen wall. He padded over to the bowls and looked down at the contents. Brown pebbles of dog food were piled up in one, while the other was filled with a giant puddle of tap water. He decided, right then and there, that he would rather starve. Arthur paced to and fro, wondering what he should do. Where was his human body? Was Buddy walking around in it while he was trapped in Buddy's body? He raced into the bedroom to see if he could find himself. But there was nobody there. There had only ever been Alan. It was all too much for his brain to handle, and so he decided to lie down and think for a while. There was no way that he was going to climb into the dog bed. His eyes fell upon the blue sofa that had once been the perfect height to fall onto and now seemed like an impossible mountain to climb. Preparing himself, he crouched down, aimed for the sofa and sprinted across the room, leaping through the air and landing firmly on the soft cushions. A job very well executed. He made himself comfortable, curled up into a ball, and rested his eyes. Maybe this was all a strange dream, and everything would be back to normal soon. It felt like hours had passed before Arthur opened his eyes again. However, when he looked at the clock on the wall, only a mere 45 minutes had passed. The jingling of keys in the lock made him jump up and off the sofa and race over to the door. Is Ellen home already? Or perhaps it's Buddy, back with my body, ready to switch back after a nice morning stroll as a human? Arthur prayed. But when the front door opened, it wasn't either of the faces he had expected to see. A freckled female face peeped from around the door, grinning and cooing as she pushed her way in. He had only ever met her once before, but he recognised her enough to know that it was Annie, the dog walker they had hired two months before. Oh no... Arthur sighed. This can only mean one thing. Annie grabbed the lead and collar off the hook by the door and began to walk towards Arthur, declaring that it was time for a walk. Arthur dashed across the living room and into the bedroom, attempting to hide under the bed. How he thought that would work, he would never know but it was the only thing he could think of on the spot. No sooner had he crouched under the bed than Annie had found him and gently pulled him out from underneath. She fastened the collar around his neck and started to guide him towards the front door. The last thing he wanted to do was to go for a walk. Come along, buddy. 
Annie softly coaxed. Why are you so nervous today? You love your walks with me, usually. Arthur attempted to pull against the lead in the hopes that she would give up and leave him behind, but he was no match for her towering size. What hope did a tiny dog have against a human? As the apartment door shut behind them, he resigned himself to his fate. It was time for a walk. A W-A-L-K. Half an hour later, Arthur was back in the apartment. Annie had offered him a dog treat for being such a good boy, but he had promptly turned his nose up at it. Thankfully, Annie had a plan B in her pocket, which consisted of tinfoil-wrapped bacon leftover from her breakfast. He had never wanted food more in his life. The bacon may have been cold and chewy, but it smelled so good that his mouth salivated as soon as Annie produced it from her pocket. He had even sat for it and offered a paw to her as thanks. Annie couldn't believe that Buddy had learnt a new trick and promptly gave him an extra helping of bacon as a reward. His stomach gurgled gratefully and he actually felt disappointed when she left. The walk hadn't been altogether too bad. Once they had gotten out of the apartment building, Arthur barely noticed the collar around his neck and trotted around happily. He was just grateful to be out of the apartment at this point. The fresh air was doing him good and calming his mind, and as he ran through the streets and into the nearby park, he hadn't felt more nimble and agile since he was a child. Annie allowed him off the lead once they were in the park, and he took this as his opportunity to blow off some steam. Prancing around the great green park, feeling the cool wind in his fur, he found himself actually having a lot of fun. He felt like he could run around forever. At one point, he came across another dog, a large brown Labrador that must have been at least ten years old, as it had grey whiskers around its wet nose. But thankfully, the gentle giant let him be, and Arthur ran in the opposite direction, towards a flower bed. Amongst the flowers were a collection of daffodils that had recently sprung with the beginnings of spring, a scattering of daisies amongst the blades of grass, and a few dandelions blooming with their seeds, ready for someone to make a wish on. Arthur gazed at the dandelions, remembering his dream last night. The white, wispy flowers had seemed so prominent in his dream they called out to him now, as if it was a sign. Getting close to one, he instinctively sniffed it, sucking a few seeds up his nose and making him sneeze. The seeds of the dandelion scattered and blew away in the wind. Arthur watched as they flew around him, 
and called after them frantically. I wish I was a human again. Annie suddenly appeared behind him and fastened the lead back onto his collar. What are you barking for, buddy? She asked sweetly. Did you not like that dandelion? Then, with a gentle tug of the lead, she began to guide him home. Hours had passed since Annie had left Arthur alone in the apartment. It was a beautiful, sunny day outside, but he could only enjoy it from the comfort of the sofa. In a strange way, he wished he was back out on a dog walk again. One hour felt like ten. There was nothing to do in the apartment except sleep and dream. But he had a few toys in his bed, a cuddly pig and a bone to chew, but there was no way that Arthur was going to resort to playing with them to reduce his boredom. Was this what it was like every day for Buddy when he was left at home whilst Arthur and Ellen went to work? Now that Arthur was spending a day in the life of Buddy, he wondered why the poor pup didn't trash the apartment more often. He really was a good boy. The hours passed slowly as the sun gradually began to fade. The noise of the streets outside grew louder as commuters headed home and the amount of traffic on the road increased. But by six o'clock, the street outside had fallen almost still. The purple haze of sunset filtered dimly through the windows, and Arthur began to hear the neighbours arriving home, and the mouse under the floorboards making itself at home in its nest. Then, a key clicked in the lock and in walked Ellen, catching Arthur off guard. Buddy, she cried, what are you doing on the sofa, you naughty boy? Arthur cringed as he remembered that Buddy wasn't allowed on the sofa. He wondered how often Buddy actually did climb onto the sofa when they weren't in. Buddy was probably smarter than he was, and just knew when to climb down in time to retreat to his bed. The only evidence he left behind was the mild scattering of grey fur on the blue cushions. Arthur sprinted across the room and up to Ellen. He had never been more happy to see her. He jumped up and down on his hind legs and cried out for her, but all she heard were soft whimpers of excitement. The day had dragged on for so long that he had almost wept with boredom, so having Ellen back home was the best thing to have happened that day. After giving Buddy plenty of attention, Ellen made herself some dinner and sat herself in front of the TV, Arthur's mouth watered as he stared at her plate of roast chicken, seasoned potatoes and vegetables. 
She tried to ignore his pleading eyes as he sat firmly beneath her feet, never taking his eyes off of her food for a second. As she neared the end of her dinner, Ellen looked at Buddy's pleading face and then looked over to his food bowl. He clearly hadn't touched it all day. Did you not want your food today, Buddy? She cooed sympathetically. Looking back at the tiny grey face with the big eyes, she sighed. She cut off a slice of her roast chicken and held it out in front of his face. Arthur knew it would work. He just had to be patient. Alan could never say no to Buddy when he would beg. Arthur sat obediently and gratefully gobbled up the food. He couldn't believe that he had just sat like a dog while his girlfriend fed him chicken. But desperate times call for desperate measures. This was most definitely the strangest day that anybody in the world had ever had. After dinner, Ellen allowed him up onto the sofa and they snuggled together watching TV for several hours. She had clearly seized the opportunity of Arthur not being home to watch all of her favourite TV series that he had never wanted to watch with her. Only now, he didn't have much choice in the matter. But that didn't bother Arthur tonight. All he wanted was to spend time with her. It was almost midnight when Ellen finally made a move to go to bed. Arthur followed her over to the bedroom door, and when he got there she smiled down at him, holding back laughter. And where do you think you're going, mister? She teased. Of course, Buddy never slept in their bed, but he couldn't bear the thought of spending any more time on his own, especially all alone in the dog bed. Ellen paused for a moment, clearly going over her options. Then she broke out in a cheeky smile. Okay, she whispered. But just for tonight, and don't you tell Artie that I let you sleep with me. He needed no more confirmation than that. Arthur dived up onto the mattress and nestled into the bed sheets. He had never been more happy to be in his bed. Ellen climbed into the bed next to him and pulled the white cotton sheets up to her chin. Half of her face disappeared as it sunk into the soft, feather pillow. Her green eyes fell upon him. Sleep tight, buddy. She yawned, softly stroking his head and scratching behind his ear. Sweet dreams. With that, she rolled over to turn off the bedside lamp and her breathing slowed down to a regular rhythm as she fell asleep and began to dream. Arthur lay awake in bed beside her, mulling over the day. Would he wake up tomorrow and everything would be back to normal? 
Or would he wake up in the same tiny furry body, destined to relive the same day over and over again? He didn't have much time to ponder it, as he soon fell fast asleep and began to dream. He dreamt that he was on a beach. Golden sand stretched for miles along the coastline, and cool, crisp salt water ebbed and flowed against his feet. Every now and then, a wave would crash against his ankles, spraying drops of water against his legs. The sun was high in the sky, and birds flapped their wings against the brisk wind. Arthur's hair blew around in the way it only does when you get caught in a tranquil sea breeze. Looking down at the ground, he saw a small green ball smothered in sand. Bending down to pick it up, he clasped the sandy ball in his hand and heard a soft bark. He gazed up, and ahead in the distance was Buddy. Buddy's little legs bounded across the beach towards him, his grey curly hair straightening out behind him with the wind and his ears flapping with the motion. He reached Arthur, let out a joyful bark and dived on top of him, licking his face and nuzzling up against him. Arthur held him tightly and ruffled the lovable dog's fur. He held up the ball in front of Buddy's face, and the dog suddenly leapt down onto the ground and waited in eager anticipation. As Arthur stretched his arm back and released the ball, hurtling it through the air in front of him, he suddenly heard a voice an ethereal, gentle voice calling out to him, Artie, Artie, the voice whispered, Artie, it's time to get up. The beach scene in front of him began to fade away, and he saw Buddy in the distance turn back to him with the green, sandy ball caught in his mouth. Then he felt a hand against his shoulder and heard the voice again, this time more clearly. Good morning, sleepyhead. Ellen's voice greeted him as he cautiously opened his eyes. He was in the same spot as he had been when he fell asleep, but now the room seemed different. The bed was no longer a sea of white covers, but was just a regular-sized bed. The wardrobes didn't appear half as ginormous as they did the night before, and the doorknob for the room seemed much more manageable to reach again. Arthur held his paws out in front of his face, but they were no longer paws. They were back to being his normal human hands. He laughed to himself with relief, jumped out of bed and into the bathroom to stare at himself in the mirror 
his human reflection smiled back at him. Somebody's in a good mood this morning, Ellen chuckled from behind, peering over his shoulder to see what he was so enthralled by in the mirror. And it looks like somebody else is too. With that, a grey bundle of fur bounded into the bathroom and jumped up at Arthur. But he was hopping up and down at him, whining with delight. The pair rolled around on the floor, cuddling and playing with each other, while Ellen watched and laughed. It's as if you haven't seen each other for days, she chuckled. We haven't, have we, buddy? Arthur said as he cuddled the grey dog in his arms. Then he added, I think I'm going to stay off work today just to be with him. Ellen rolled her eyes, laughed and said, I think that's a good idea. You clearly need some quality time together. As Ellen walked off to get ready for her day, Arthur gazed at his furry best friend and walked over to the door. He grabbed the lead and collar off the hook, turned to Buddy and whispered, Let's go on another adventure. <laughs>